Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, April 27th, 2023, a.k.a. Greg Miller's 40th birthday. Yeah! I'm one of your hosts, Blessing Adeoye Jr. Joining me is WWE superstar Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. Oh, How's it going? What a, I'm, it's, it's going great. Great introduction. I love the smoke machines. It's my first time in the new studio. Oh, yeah? Welcome. I love it. This is incredible. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And like I said right before we got on, I wanted to gush a little bit. You have been killing it. Doing Thank an you, man. Absolutely incredible job. The, the video you did on black hair in video games. I was like, yes. Thank yes, you, dude. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it because it's important. And you, you did it. You did the thing. So Thank I want to say I'm, I'm proud of you. I appreciate it. Of course. Shout out to you. I, um, wait, it was two, three years ago, three and a half years ago, maybe close to four years ago now, where we did our first KFG together in this, the original like yeah. studio. Yeah. And that was one of my first KFGs. And so now I feel like this is full circle to have you coming back. Actually have, having you in the new spare bedroom, the new kind of funny studio welcome uh first impressions like when you walk in here compared to the old spare bedroom what did oh. you have any first thoughts yes this whole area that we're in right now is the size of, of what it was studio. before <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's ridiculous <laughs> bathroom kitchen included uh no it's wild to see the the, the glow up because i knew that you guys got a new place and i'd seen it obviously online and stuff like that but actually being here is unreal because when you come into the parking lot that view that you guys have oh yeah of the whole city and all the houses in the horizon like yeah, I'm, so, I'm just happy for you guys. Thank you so, so much, happy. man. Uh, of course, it's been a while since I've gotten to hang out with you and talk to yeah. you. What games have you been playing, man? <sighs> okay, so it's it's very intense. I got a Steam Deck. Hell yeah. Like ASAP, as soon as they went on, on uh, sale, had one, so just waited, finally got my email, got the Steam Deck, and I've been using it to play through like my back catalog of stuff. I spend mm. a lot of time on an airplane, and I do a lot of cross-country flights from Atlanta to L.A., and so that's four, sometimes five hours in the air, and so I've been playing God of War. Because I realized... 2018. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, Ragnarok so. came out. And I was like, I need to play it. And I was like, oh, you never finished the other one. And so mm -hmm. um, I ran through, what, Hi-Fi Rush. I ran through Cult of the Lamb. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, so, uh, and I had beaten God of War already mm -hmm. uh, before I went through those. And then I was like, you know what? I said I was going to do those Valkyries. And I got on, actually. <laughs> I turned it on to play Disney Speedstorm on the airplane. But you oh, can't yeah. play any of the other modes besides, like, local. And so I was like, okay, let me go back to God of War. And I'm running those Valkyries, and it is the most painful experience that I've had how, in a video game in a long time. How is that time. on the Steam Deck? Because I love my Steam Deck, but I'm also, when it comes to handheld, the idea of doing something that, that is that high action on handheld yeah. makes me nervous. It's incredible. Yeah? It feels great. So I use either just the straight-up Steam Deck, or uh, I'll set up my little stand, and I just Bluetooth my PlayStation 5 controller to it. And so mm. sitting on an airplane with a full PC in front of me, with a PlayStation 5 controller, I can't tell you how many times people walk by and they're like, what are you even doing? I'm like, oh, I'm playing this like next-gen game that has no right to look this good on a system this small. Oh, yeah. It's, it's amazing. Is it living up to the expectations? Be, it's, it's outliving them. Heck, yeah. Because 
I, I think that this is the best thing to happen to games, especially for people who travel. So like myself, so selfishly, I'm, I'm using anecdotal experience, but um, I just actually ordered these glasses. These, uh, they're called InReal, mm -hmm. and they put a, a monitor inside the glasses so it's almost like VR, but they just look like Ray-Bans. Mm -hmm. You can put on covers to black things out, and then it's like a 200-inch widescreen TV in front of you. And it looks better than a TV, honestly. That's awesome. And so that on an airplane, oh, oh, you, don't, you don't have to tilt your head down, so you can just have it all loose and don't get your, your disc screwed up and everything. Dude, you're describing the future right now. Oh, that's, that's all I want. That's all Let's I go. want. It's, it's, it's the best life. Because there's so much time that's wasted. Just sitting around, whether you want to like rewatch a movie, that's cool. I don't like to rewatch things, shows or movies, because I want to feel like I'm I'm learning. Because I heard uh, the way your brain starts to get old mm -hmm. is when you're not making new uh, new things for it. So, for instance, if you're in the same routine all the time. Your brain doesn't have to make up for your peripherals. But if you're traveling mm -hmm. and experiencing new things, your brain has to take in new information and build. It's like working out your brain. Yes. Making your brain, working out your brain muscles. Exactly. So that's, 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 that's my plug for video games are good for your mind. Hell yeah, dude. Now, <laughs> speaking of that, like, I, I want to touch on Disney Speedstorm because I heard yeah. you talking about it in the other room and I, I plugged my ears because I was like, I want to have this conversation on the show. I have not had time to really deep dive into Disney Speedstorm. I played maybe about like five or six races where they have like this original, um, the like tutorial kind of run that you go through. And yeah. I've done all those races. And immediately I was like, oh man, okay, this is fun. I want to yeah. play more. I want to get more into it. It sounds like you probably played more than I have. I have dumped some time into it. My yeah. buddy told me last week, he was like, oh, have you seen this Disney game? And I, I, so I'm weird about trailers and what's coming out next because it makes me not focus on what I have now. And then I'm just like, so when Final Fantasy Remake was coming out, I was like, don't tell me anything about it because now I'm not, I can't play anything that I've got right now. But anyway, he tells me that there's a, a remix of I'll Make a Man Out of You. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, it's like an EDM remix. So I bought it instantly. And then as I'm playing it, all of the music throughout the game is so good. Yep. And then the racing, like once you get a hang of it, because like you automatically think, oh, this is just like Disney Mario Kart. Uh, there's some very different mechanics in it that I think make it really fun. Like the boost system is unreal. The boost system reminds me a little bit of Burnout. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what we were talking about. It, feel, it feels like one of those types of games. Uh, and the fact that everybody's got their different specific weapons, things like that. Like Mike Wazowski, which every time I talk about this, I, saw, I feel like it sounds so ridiculous. Like Mike Wazowski's special is insane. <laughs> like he puts down doors so that when you go through it, you advance higher or you, you go forward. But if somebody else runs through it, it puts them backwards. So it's like little tricky stuff like that, that I don't know, it, it feels it feels new and fresh and I can't stop playing it. I'm so happy to hear that because I would watch the trailers and the trailers look so good. Yeah. But it's that thing where kart racers don't come out good as Mario Kart. Whenever no. there's a new kart racer, it's like, okay, it's a Nickelodeon one. All right, it's going to be mid. It's not going to live up to my expectations. Mm -hmm. Every trailer for Disney Speedstorm, I've been like, this looks really good, but I don't want to get my expectations too high. Yeah. But I've been hearing people talk about it and people seem to be pleasantly surprised people seem to be having a, a good time and even in my time playing it you know i went through the the tutorial area and that's like mainly cpu stuff mm -hmm. i've only done one online race so far and my my complaint with the cpu stuff is that it felt like they were doing a, a lot of rubber banding i felt like i could feel the cpus just keeping up with me just artificially mm -hmm. playing the online race that was the one where i was like oh okay no this is this is the real deal yeah. this actually feels right i enjoy playing with other people yeah it's it's nice because there's the uh, the ranked system where everybody's just max level and then there's a rank system where you go in with whatever level your racers actually are. Mm. So you can have both of those experiences. And, and we're, my, me and my buddies were talking about the rubber banding stuff. And it's like, well, the, it, it doesn't necessarily feel like, like traditional rubber banding. It feels like the items 
are very good. Yeah. Like there's not a bad item in the game. And so you're always kind of in that pack of people. So it feels like you're, you're always fighting it. And in that sense, I know this is a, a stretch. It feels like a fighting game. You're always kind of rubbing up against mm -hmm. other people, always bumping. You're, you're always in peril of getting past. Like you can never, from what I've played so far, it doesn't feel like I've been in a situation where I can get in the lead enough where I don't worry for like a full lap. Like I'm always nervous that I'm going to lose. That's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, Xavier, enough about Disney Speedstorm. Let's talk about today's stories, which include our live reactions to the new Armored Core trailer, yes. our first look at Twisted Metal, the show, and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily, each and every week at 10 a.m. live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games, or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily remember you can use epic creator code kind of funny on all epic store and epic in-game purchases like rocket league and fortnite to help support the channel to be part of the show head to kind of funny.com slash kfgd to write in with your questions squad ups and more and remember patreon.com slash kind of funny will get you the show ad free plus a bevy of bonus content housekeeping for you happy birthday greg miller we are celebrating greg's 40th birthday that means we're doing an all-day stream starting with kfgd and then following is a bunch of games and shenanigans featuring greg austin poe and more that's happening today right here on twitch and youtube and then only on YouTube in the live stream, uh, there's going to be a 30-minute post show where Snowbike Mike comes in to talk to us, KFGD hosts, about your YouTube Super Chat questions. Stay tuned after today's handshake to hang out with us before the next Kind of Funny stream starts. And then over on Patreon, Mike's been recording Greg Ways all week, so go check those out. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Tripod++ and Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Rocket Money and Honey, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be. It's time for some news. We have six stories for you today. A baker's dozen. <laughs> Starting with our number one. This this it's nice to be doing the show in person. This is great, right? Like last time it was on video call. It just doesn't yeah. hit the same. It just doesn't hit the same. <laughs> Story number one: We got a new Armored Core six trailer. The trailer that has dropped. It is a gameplay trailer. I've not watched the trailer. Austin, have you seen the trailer I yet? have not watched the trailer. What is your hype levels for Armored Core 6? So, uh, like we were talking earlier, I always get Armored Core confused with Front Mission, which I need some sort of Front Mission content mm. ASAP. Wasn't there, I think there was like a Front Mission remake that happened in the last couple of years. I forget. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe I'm trying to the loop. <laughs> yeah, you might you, you might you might need to hop on that. I feel like I say I want things so much, but it's just because I haven't looked for them. Yeah, they're, and they they're out exist. there. You're just like, oh man, I'm, where's the new front mission? It's like yeah. front mission's been here. <laughs> like, yeah, it came out last year. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, front mission uh, first remake came out November thirtieth, twenty twenty two. Oh, oh, so it's fresh. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Fresh mission. That's good. You know, fresh fresh mission. Fresh mission. <laughs> get a get a line up. Get a cut. <laughs> uh, is that on Steam Deck? I think it's on Switch. I'll I'll have to look into it. So that so yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. So basically, yeah. You can play hand though. You can play it on the yeah. on the plane if you want. Um. Yeah. No. Armored Core. I do have memories of playing it back in the day. I definitely didn't keep up with the series, but uh, from what I've heard, people are pretty hype about this. So. Yeah. I mean that that's the thing is this is the first armored armored core that from from software is putting out since from software has become current from software right like from software right now they're the big dogs. 
They were coming off of winning a lot of Game of the Year awards last year with Elden Ring, right? They're coming off of putting out beloved games like Bloodborne, Sekiro, the Dark Souls franchises, right? And, like, it's been a minute since we've gotten Armored Core. And I'm somebody who, I look at Armored Core and I'm like, oh, that looks really cool, but I'm not actually played Armored Core despite that. And now coming off of me absolutely loving Bloodborne, absolutely loving Sekiro, and absolutely loving Elden Ring, I'm in a place where I will at the very least check out anything that From Software does. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to fall in love with Armored Core because it seems like a way different kind of game, yeah. but I have such fandom now and trust for From Software that I'm like, oh, I'm going to pay attention to this. Like, I'll watch the trailers. I'm going to keep up. I'm going to live react to the trailers like we're about to do, but I'm excited to see what it is, and I'm excited to check it out. That's where I'm at with it. Yeah. Anything with mechs, honestly, gets me excited. Yeah. I'm a huge Gundam fan. Have you been watching The Witch from Mercury? No. That's the new Gundam series that's out. I'm not, so I'm not even a Gundam person, but one of my friends showed me Gundam The Witch from Mercury, and I watched like the first three episodes. I'm in. <sighs> okay. Seems incredible. I, we got to like catch you up on all yeah, this new I, stuff that you like. Me, I'm, I'm still like in the, uh, this, this is me aging myself, like, oh, Gundam Wing is my jam. Uh, but yeah, anything with, with mechs and big mm -hmm. robots, I'm usually like, okay, I'll at least give this. I'll give this I'm realizing minutes. that I might be there too because wait, well, after watching Gundam The Witch from Mercury the first few episodes, I'm like, this is so awesome. I'm absolutely loving this. And then I go back and I'm like, I guess I also love Code Geass as well. Yeah. Right? Like Code Geass is dope as hell. Evangelion? I haven't I haven't gone through Evangelion yet. I want to. I want to. But like also there's this game 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim that is also another like mech story that I fucking love. Yeah. And you also love Megas uh, XLR. XLR? I did love Megas XLR, yeah. <laughs> Dude. That was the show. Bro. And then there's Metal Gear Solid, of course. Of course. Of course. But can we spend 30 seconds and just praise Megas XLR? Oh, yeah. One of the most underrated cartoons. People don't talk about Megas XLR enough. Yeah. Yeah. And I really do feel like a remake starring uh, Austin Creed and Blessing oh would be fantastic. Could you imagine the two of us just <laughs> in cartoon form in a garage just yes. making our own mech? Just in a dump. We got these big mechs. This is turning a pickup truck into a mech. God. <laughs> Give it to me. Is this Transformers? No. No, it's not. <laughs> Now, Austin, are you ready to live ready. react to the new trailer of Armored Core 6? Ready. Barrett, cue it up. Give me just a sec here. Hold on. And then we go to... Uh, what scene do we go to special react? Here we go. There All we right. go. All right. Press and play. Of course, coming from Bandai Namco Entertainment. Mm -hmm. Goats. We're close to Rubicon. Wake the dog up. Audio listeners run out of space Handler, right now. Walter verified. Activating cerebral coral control device. Space is terrifying. Space is terrifying. <laughs> this is scary out there. Feed Ooh. fire. Okay. It looks like we're dropping onto a planet. Yep, I'm already in, honestly. In different um, environment views. Mm hmm. Let the last cinders burn. It says let the bodies hit the floor. I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> if there's anything from software will do, they'll hit you with the fire one-liners. Holy shit. Yep. Holy shit. Ooh. Ooh. We're getting glimpses of gameplay. Yep. This is way more fast-paced than I expected. Yep. You know, well, I'll save that first. And it's way more cinematic yeah. than I expected. I like this a lot. 
Oh no, you, you can change forms too. Yeah, changing forms. Oh my. Oh no. Bro, okay, you can seamlessly change forms mid fight. Oh my god. What? Look, that's it what it looks like, yeah. It's a long run of back. Oh, here we go with the whip. Got a big robot snake with the thing. Why am I getting Shadow of Colossus vibes? Dude, right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually a really good uh, call. There's another the infamous Ooh. handler Walter sounds. Interesting. You ready to climb the wall? Jeez. Yeah. Call sign Raven. Zone of Ender vibe, A close one from the generator. Watch out. There is a, oh my god. There's a lot of cool um, visual elements in terms of how the, the mechs are transforming. Yeah. All the little details on the, all the enemies look wild Let's too. See how far they can fly. Dude, look at that sky. That's insane. Armor Core 6 fires Rubicon. August 25th, 2023. I'm in. That looked really cool. I'm in. Hard. Did you did you play Zone of Enders? No, I didn't get to play Zone of the Enders. So it it kind of to, from looking at that, it looks like that where you're a mech, it's uh, open, not an arena fighter, but you're in a, like arena type settings, essentially, mm -hmm. fighting all the bad guys, all the all the big robots. But it looks smooth, man. Yeah, this look. Yeah, this looks super smooth. I appreciate how much variety we're seeing in terms of the combat. It looks like we're getting a lot of like a lot of what you expect from X in terms of rockets and guns flying. But then also in the second half of the trailer, we saw a lot of melee type weapons, right? We saw like whips. We got we saw like laser swords and shit, mm -hmm. which I'm down for. Like I, that is what I want out of From Software. You know, it's it's fun going into this and knowing well this isn't going to be a Souls like, right? Because it is going to be a mech game. This is going to be more armored core. But I do remember when they announced this at the Game Awards that they followed that up with a press release talking about or in the interviews talking about how, no, we're learning. We're still taking the learnings from the games that we've made over the past decade. Like this is going to be an Armored Core 6 post what we've done is from software and yeah. seeing the, the combat, seeing the fights. I mean, quite a few of those looked like straight up boss fights. Those bosses have a lot of detail, mm -hmm. right? Like the one boss that had, I don't even know what to call those, right? But like the transformation where, where you know, they had like. All, all the rails come through and then all the uh, rockets emerge uh -huh. from that. I'm like, dude, those are the kind of transformations I want out of bosses in this game. I want all the detail. Yeah. Right. I want all the cool transformations. I want the different phases. Yeah. And I want like, and that was exactly what I was talking about. Yep. That, uh, that was just there. Um, and I want as a player, right, to have to be in the action. I want to be dodging. All, like, all, I, I want to be dodging all over the place. Yeah. I love a good bullet hell game in, yep. in any format. So to have it in something that looks so good. Oh, throw near in there, by the way, for oh, the near, mech games. Yeah, yeah near Automata. Yeah. So I can't tell you how many times I started that game. Yeah. It just happens over and over, and then I do something else. I mean, and I gotta that's kind of the point it. of the game. It's yeah, to no. play it over and over. But you have to get to the endings. No, I I get like ten hours in, then I'm like, oh, shiny new thing over here, and I leave. Mm -hmm. But then I the soundtrack. Now, are you are you an Elden Ring person? Do you play the other from software? So games? I'm I'm not an Elden Ring person, and mm -hmm. it's because. So I'm doing like a million things at any given moment. So I have to pick like what I'm playing and I have to kind of, I have to play a lot of stuff, not have to, I want to play a lot of stuff. And so once I started Elden Ring and I got like 10 minutes in, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't, the I don't have this. the time to love this. Like I need to love it. And yeah. I don't want to run through it. Cause then it's like, why am I even playing it? If I'm not going to really play it. So I haven't 
gotten yeah. into it yet. I, I dude, the best way to, for uh, to get me into playing a 100 hour game is by tricking me into making me think that it's a 30 hour game. Yes, because that's what I thought. Elden, we got review codes for Elden Ring, and I was like, okay, 30 hours. Oh, I mean, I don't have much time to review it, but oh, whatever, I'll play it. Right, I played about. 20 hours and then like i i meet up with andy and, and tamor and they're like dude we are 40 hours into this thing and there's a lot more game here and i'm like oh snap but at that point i already loved it and so i just yeah. keep going like 60 hours later i'm like dude i put in a lot of time into yeah. this thing yeah it, it hurts man it hurts and I, I want to so bad but i just i know like i'm going to cut off all contact with all people and all forms of life if i sit down and actually dig into this and yeah. i need i feel like be done wrestling before I play mm -hmm. Elden Ring. <laughs> I mean, that could be the Elden Ring could be like a five year game for you. Where yeah. you just chip away at it for years and years. That's gonna be, I'm going to come back on after I'm done wrestling. <laughs> Full beard, just disheveled. Like, okay, I played Elden Ring. <laughs> I, I beat Millennia. Yeah. Uh, I want to read this game description of Armor Core 6 from BNI Namco that they put out. A mysterious new substance called Coral was discovered on the remote planet Rubicon 3, which Rubicon 3 is a dope ass name for mm -hmm. a planet. I'm all about that. As an energy source, this substance was expected to dramatically advance humanity's technological and communications capabilities. Instead, it caused a catastrophe that engulfed the planet and the surrounding stars in flames and storms, forming a burning star system. Almost half a century later, Coral has resurfaced on Rubicon 3, a planet now contaminated and sealed off by the, ca by the catastrophe. Extraterrestrial corporations and resistance groups fight over the fight over control of the substance. The players or the player infiltrates Rubicon as an independent mercenary and finds themselves in a struggle over the substance with the corporations and other factions. Which that sounds cool. Funny enough, yeah. I feel like that lines up with what I expect from From Software because yeah. in all their games, usually it's shit went down and I'm coming back after shit went down to like see <laughs> see all the results of shit going down. And that's pretty much what the description is. Hey man. The fucking shit went wrong, and you're coming back to Rubicon Three to see what's up. And now there's people that are that are factioned against each other that are fighting, which I'm all about. This all sounds really cool. Yeah, man, I I love I love video games. I love video that they're cool. so advanced now, and they're actually uh, getting the credit for being such good storytelling devices. Yep. And just hearing such an intricate, complicated, just intro to oh, this is this, to set the scene. Yeah gorgeous and then seeing the trailer gorgeous so from software and bandai that's a mm. oh i yeah. love that i love that pairing together and also it makes me excited because i while playing Elden ring playing bloodborne playing some of their re recent titles the storytelling in from software i know kind of can be hit or miss with certain people right there was a big conversation around game awards where Elden ring was nominated for uh best narrative and people were like wait really like what is the is is the narrative really that good like are you the, the there aren't really cutscenes like what what's going on here and i appreciate the, the reason why i was very much for the idea of elden ring getting um nominated for best narrative is that like you know it has a story it has a really good story it's just a different way of telling a story mm -hmm. right so much of the story is told through being in the environment picking up items talking to people like experiencing it right it's the same way that it's the same way i look at something like shadow of colossus where shadow mm -hmm. colossus doesn't have like you know traditional cutscenes and character development in the way that you'd expect but the way they tell their story is different and it's it's in that difference that it makes it fresh right it makes you go yeah. oh man all right cool i didn't I, I didn't think i could enjoy a story this way uh Elden ring and from software kind of find their own groove in terms of how they want to tell stories and i'm very curious for armor core 6 we, we we're seeing a lot more dialogue we're seeing like traditional cutscenes right not that the other games don't have traditional cutscenes but it's not you're not getting like moment to moment, like traditional, all right, cool, I just finished this action sequence. Now let's get a bunch of 
exposition and character back and forth. All right, play a little bit more of the game. Back to cutscene. Like they're not, they're usually not that kind of games. Um, I'm excited to see if From Software gets back into that and also what that does in terms of the story they're trying to tell. Because I could be down for them straddling that line in terms of, hey, we want you to experience this world and get the story out of walking through and talking to characters and like just like seeing more than actually listening and hearing. Mm -hmm. Right. But I think there could be a balance thereof. But also we're going to deliver something to you here because this is way more sci-fi action than it is fantasy post-apocalyptic. Yeah, it definitely feels like more of an action movie. Yeah. So I do feel like that type of storytelling is uh, that that type of linear storytelling is kind of more in line with Armored Core. And obviously, like I haven't uh, experienced what this is, so I could be completely uh, misguided and absolutely love a more open world Bloodborne style of Armored Core. But um, in in that in that Elden Ring or that Dark Souls type of way, I, I do enjoy that there's so much lore that you get to experience yourself in your way. So it's rather than here's this story and we're going to tell it to you how we feel like you should experience it. It's here's a bunch of information. Here's some sheets. You put the story together however you want. Yep. And you can kind of guide and go at your own pace. Because that's my jam. Yeah. Like that's something that you can only do in video games. And I think mm-hmm. that's what makes it special. I think that's what makes it really cool. Um, but we want to wait too long. August is uh, is when we're getting that's the game. Close. It's time is flying. It's two weeks before Starfield, which makes me very like it, it stresses me out a little bit because I'm gonna be just playing video games that whole season, apparently, right? Because when is Spider-Man going to come out? Is it really going to come out in September? Like, that was one of the rumors that was floating, floating around. If so, Armored Core followed by Starfield followed by Spider-Man? Can't, I can't do this. Every For the past, what, five or six years, I feel like every year has been the best year for game releases. Yeah. And Dude, it's this just, year? This year is possibly the best year for game release. Like, by the end of this year, we're going to be talking about 2023 versus 2017 versus, like, what, 90, or versus like 2004. I think 2004 was a pretty good year. I think 98 might have been one, too. I don't know. I, I, this is going to go down in the, in the books. I'm, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm overwhelmed. I'm, no, I'm with you. I'm overwhelmed, and it's to the point where, and it's not a bad thing because there's so many different kinds of people that play so many different kinds of games, so I love that there's so much stuff out there, but I feel like I, I physically cannot keep up. I have to pick a game, and that means that I don't get to play three games. And then the next game I pick, I can't play three games. So my back catalog is growing at this terrifyingly exponential rate where I, I think that I will have to be digging into my back catalog until I'm like 87. Well, that's the thing. Well, video games come out at such a like faster rate. Or not even faster, right? Because video games now take way more time to develop than ever. But yeah. there are just so many of them. So many. so many video games coming out. And I look at last year. And last year I was able to keep up. Last year I was able to handle playing <laughs> Sifu followed by Horizon followed by Elden Ring and do all that stuff and, but I within that I miss Pokemon Legends Arceus oh. right? and I really wanted to play that this year like I really wanted to play Dead Space I didn't get around to Dead Space mm-hmm. maybe I'll get around to it who knows I uh I didn't play I, get, I didn't play Forspoken and maybe that's fine right but like I was wanting to play it at one point and I was just like no I don't have time for this like I have yeah. other games I need to play and the list goes on Octopath Traveler 2 I really wanted oh. to check out yeah I'm didn't like, I'm like four it. hours into that and I'm, I'm so excited because I yeah. heard that. So in playing Octopath Traveler 1, dumped so much time. And maybe I was playing it wrong, but I got to a point where I was like, oh, I, I have to grind. And I'm not even like deep into the game yet. Mm-hmm. I've got to spend hours doing this. And I was like, I can't. So everybody told me that Octopath Traveler 2 was a little bit more streamlined with a, a little bit less grindy. And so I'm like six, seven hours in and I'm really enjoying it. I'm at a place now, too, where with Jedi Survivor, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm halfway through Jedi Survivor. 
And I'm, I think I'm going to put it down for now because I'm like, other games are going to come in. I got to I gotta be ready to, to play through Zelda and play through Red, Redfall. And, you know, I want to wait for updates. I want to wait for that game to run as perfectly as possible because, like, mm. with with the, the launch update, right, like, it's not where I want it to be in terms of frame rate, in terms of performance, and I would love to play that game in the best form possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but even thinking about that, I'm like, am I going to have time? You know, am I, it, what, in July, what surprise release is going to come out? Yeah. Because this year, Hi-Fi Rush came out of nowhere, and I think that's what actually derailed me from Forspoken. Metroid Prime Remastered came out of nowhere, and I played the hell, hell out of that. Like, what else is going to come out out of nowhere? Yeah. It's, it's you know? well, so, so then question for you. What's up? Digging for a second. So do you, <laughs> do you secretly enjoy when you hear games coming out that you feel like you're going to play so much, and then you see, like, the initial reviews, like, oh, well, frame rate's not there. This not, you got to wait for an update. You're like, okay, good. I have two more weeks yep. before this game is where I want it to be so I can finish something else. <laughs> I definitely do. Like I it, it, during busy times, yeah. During busy times, like when Forspoken was coming out, for example, when I played the demo and I was like, I don't think this is gonna be for me. It was almost it was a little bit of a relief. Like it was a bummer because I wanted that game to be be good, right? Like both for you know the studio putting out, but then also for me as somebody who really wanted that game to be good. When I played the demo and I realized that I wasn't going to enjoy it as much. Thank you, Roger, so much for the <laughs> for delivering Austin's food. So hungry. I was like, all right, cool. I guess I'm gonna have time to play other games and. It's a it's a blessing and a curse a little bit because that meant that I got to check out something like Hi-Fi Rush and fall in love with it. Yeah. But also that meant that I didn't enjoy it for spoken. <laughs> yeah. But also too, Hi-Fi Rush is a fair in in comparison. It's a, it's a short game. Yes. And I am really into those right now because I feel like I can accomplish more. Oh <laughs> like yeah. Like I told you, Hi-Fi Rush, then Call to the Lamb. So uh, just being able to dump those that, that kind of time. So. And this is not connected to anything we're talking about, but I really, oh, dude, really... We've gone way off the road. We're 30 minutes into the show. We're still on story number one. And we're not even talking about Armored Core anymore. So just keep, just keep talking. Uh, I really wanted to dig into Returnal. Oh, I, you should. When I played it initially, I played it for like an hour. And, and I wasn't into those types of games yet. Uh, that's a lie. I played Hades mm-hmm. and I didn't like it, right? And then... I know, I know, I know, right? Because I didn't like those types of games. I didn't uh-huh. play like they didn't click with me. And then it won all those awards, and I was like, you know what? Let me go back and try it. And then I dumped like 150 hours into it. Hell yeah, obsessed. And then they're like, oh, Returnal, similar, just like you know, on a, a bigger platform, whatever, whatever. Started digging into it and got like four or five hours deep, and finally got to like that first boss, and was like, oh, oh, this is very difficult. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't do this. And now, and I put it away. But that's one of those games that's like. I, I need more yeah. time. Well, that's why I appreciate roguelites is because they're run-based, I don't have to commit to yeah. just continuing making progress. I can be like, all right, I'm just going to do one run today. I'm going to do two runs today and put but it down. It's never one run. It's never one it's run. It's never it's one like, run. It's like eating Lay's potato chips. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'll just do one more. Yeah. Oh, I got close enough. Let me do one more. <laughs> and that's how Returnal got me is I just kept going and I was like, dude, this is a fantastic time. And that's what works for me with, yeah. with, with roguelites. But they are an acquired taste. Can, can we do something one day? We're going to put this idea in the back pocket. Remind us if I forget. I would love to do something with you, like a, like a weekly thing that's like, hey, back catalog games. Dude, I would love, <laughs> I, I need that. The thing is, the thing that's tough about it is that now there's always games coming out. There's, <laughs> not, there's not a time where I'm not playing a new game. Like maybe, maybe July, maybe July, but like Pikmin comes out in July. And I'm sure like, uh, you know, there are games that aren't, that don't have release dates yet. That could, when, when is Hollow Knight Silk Song going to come out? That's supposed to come out this year. So much, possibly, maybe so much, and I'm I'm a big fighting game guy. So Tekken, Tekken oh Eight's coming out. Tekken Eight's coming out. Street at some Fighter point. Six is coming out. Street Fighter Six is going to take over my life. <sighs> what What is your most anticipated game this year? Tekken Eight, fucking yeah, by far, by far. I Tekken. So my favorite game for the longest time was Mario Kart Double Dash, 
masterpiece. We need a second version, not a remaster. We need a second version with the same mechanics. Double Dash, unreal. But Tekken 7 just beat it this year because we've been yeah. dumping time into it in the locker room. That's you get that you get that platinum. No, I so I so that's one of the funny. few games I got the platinum in. So I've never played the story mode in that game. What do you think of the story mode? I, no, I've never played it. Oh, so you, wait, you you still not played it? I've never played the Tekken 7 story mode. Uh, I, I have okay. like 800 hours in this game, and it's just all online. Oh, yeah. All versus. <laughs> That's all we do. That's actually really scary. Because I was going to say, like, oh, maybe we should play some Tekken. But when you talk about 800 hours online, I'm like, Bro, I don't know if I got the stuff to hold up with you. Who's your main? It. Who are you playing King. as? Oh, yeah. No, I'm not fine. <laughs> I'm not fine you if you're Gross, using baby. King. Uh, Xavier, we got so much more to talk yes, about on this show. Bad. But before we get there, I want to let people know about patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games, you can go and get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors. Shout out to Honey for sponsoring this episode. Honey is the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. And we all know there's nothing better than the feeling of saving money. Honey's the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Here's how it works. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons. You wait a few seconds as the Honey guy dances it searches for coupons it can find for the site. And if it finds a working coupon, you will watch the prices drop. We hear it kind of funny. You've been using Honey for years, and it has literally saved us thousands on tech, costumes, food, you name it. Honestly, I just love how easy it is to set, forget, and save. Honey doesn't just work on desktops. It also works on your iPhone. You just activate it on Safari on your phone, save on the go. And if you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. By getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. You can get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kind of funny. That's joinhoney.com slash kind of funny. Shout out to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode. We all love gobbling up content and we have an understanding of what subscriptions we use. Or do we? Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to $200. That's right. You, you. You out there, you could be wasting hundreds of dollars each month on subscriptions you don't even know about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and it helps you lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money has saved some of us here at Kind of Funny a ton of money and it can help you too. Stop throwing away your money. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way. By going to rocketmoney.com slash kinda funny. That's rocketmoney.com slash kinda funny. R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash kinda funny. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, 
You can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Story number two. I'm just, I just got to say, that looks delicious. What you hash just browns, said. so good. I, I love a good hash brown. Uh, story number two, we've got our first look at the Twisted Metal show. This is Jim at IGN. With Uncharted and most recently The Last of Us, PlayStation has found success in adapting some of its most popular video games for live action film and television. Their next adaptation is Twisted Metal, an upcoming 10-episode series debuting on Peacock on July 27th. IGN can exclusively reveal the new poster for Twisted Metal, uh, which is officially described as a high-octane action comedy starring Anthony Mackie and Stephanie Beatriz. The first teaser trailer for Twisted Metal debuts online tomorrow, Thursday, the 27th. Wait, that's, no, that's today. Unless they, that might be a typo. Today? That might be a typo. Is yeah, it today? I'm pretty sure this poster came out today. So they mean tomorrow, Friday, the 28th. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I was confused by that. Like, either they mean tomorrow, Friday, or they mean next Thursday. Oh. So, well, I mean, uh, they, they say tomorrow. Unless, what, t- what time zone <laughs> was this posted in? Trailer, I, I'm looking at the trailer right now. For, twi- for Twisted Metal? <gasps> Bro. Look at that. Right there. Oh, that's not, that's not a trailer. That's just the... No? I think that's just like a um, commentary. It's like a news oh, update. Dang, they got me. Okay. Yeah, they got me. <laughs> um, but oh, Barry, bring up the poster again. Because the, the poster is all we got for now. And just from looking at the poster, I'm in. I'm in. Are you kidding me? Anthony Mackie. It's going to be. One hand on the steering wheel. <laughs> the other, fun. The other hand probably on, on somebody's leg. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny to me that, uh, and, and obviously we'll see what they keep and what they add in from the actual twisted metal games but it's so dope seeing that people are now actually believing in the stories that have already been told in video games mm-hmm. when they make you know movies or tv shows like especially with last of us and it's like because i feel like for years we've been screaming why are you changing this for hollywood why are you changing that why are you changing that and it's like last of us like no just do exactly mm. what we already experienced now, in a new format do we want that for twisted metal i'm not played twisted metal but i've never heard anybody talk about the stories being the highlight, or at least like the stories being quality enough to adapt <laughs> to just, a TV show. As long as they have a bunch of crazy explosions, yes, they have crazy weapons. Yep, we see Sweet Tooth. Yep, like I'm good. That, that's exactly that's all I want to. Yeah, I just want chaos. Yeah, this this to me isn't a uh, you know I'm not gonna like cry tears of sadness when this ha- like I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for straight action. Bullets, explosions, screaming, blood, muscles, tires exploding. You don't, you don't think there's gonna be a scene where Calypso is like is like um, uh, holding on to like um, you know his his loved one and being like, "I got you, baby girl. <laughs> I got you, baby girl." You don't think we're gonna get that in this show? <laughs> if we do, and I he's do, gonna be it's gonna be Anthony Mackie that he has his yes. arm. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> baby girl. <laughs> if we start crying over this, then yes, I'm excited. But honestly, I'm pumped about this show. I just like seeing titles like this that are just like. And I don't mean it in a negative way, like just like dumb fun. Yeah, I like them. I like seeing them get expanded universes. I hope tonally it's like Zombieland because I think that is kind of what the, what what they're going for in terms of we want wackiness. We want it. We want it to be dumb. We want the, mm-hmm. we want chaos. But like 
all in all, the goal here is fun. Yeah. Like, you don't need to make a last list. You don't need to make, like, I hope it's not even, like, Uncharted. Because, like, the Uncharted movie, I'd, I'd say, is, like, fine to good. You know, mm-hmm. I, it, it didn't blow me away. But it got what needed to be done for an Uncharted movie. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what I would have done different, honestly. Um, but for a Twisted Metal show, yeah, you got to bring the chaos and you got you to gotta make it wacky. Because there's nothing you can take seriously oh, <laughs> in no. Twisted Metal. No. Uh, story number three, Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty uh, confirms gameplay blowout this summer. This is Robert Ramsey at Push Square. CD Projekt Red had already confirmed that it'll be lifting the lid on Phantom Liberty in June. The anticipated expansion for Cyberpunk 2077 has only received a couple of short trailers up until this point, but it sounds like we'll be getting a massive information dump when summer rolls around. The developer has confirmed that Phantom Liberty will be at Summer Game Fest and it'll be playable at the event. As such, we should be getting plenty of gameplay impressions from press and content creators. Uh, Cyberpunk tweeted this out uh, this morning. In case you missed it, we'll start talking about Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty this June. At Summer Game Fest Playdays, we'll have hands-on sessions for press and content creators. We're also planning plenty of hands-on opportunities for our community at a later date. So stay tuned. Austin, are you a Cyberpunk person? Love cyberpunk yeah are you excited Love. for phantom liberty yes so it's funny so uh because when cyberpunk dropped and then all the all the crazy stuff went down uh, i was playing on pc and i had like zero problems playing it mm-hmm. and so i was so confused as to what was going on and then obviously the patches and the updates and everything's like way smoother now and people are, are really being able to dig into it and enjoy it um but i've i've loved all of the experiences that i've had playing cyberpunk and just being able to uh you know get all the augmentations and all that type of stuff it's i don't know I, I like it a yeah. lot. I'm right, I'm right there with you. I played it during the review period without even the day one patch. And I like I had bugs and stuff, and especially without the day one patch and like weirdness. But all in all, I came out of that game being like, no, I had a great time with it. Yeah. And it sucks that it then came out to consoles and PS4 and Xbox One and just did not run on those machines. Yeah. And it was so bad. But yeah, over the time, I think they've done a great job of cleaning up their name and like cleaning up the game uh, in terms of what the bugs and performance issues were. And then also... Yeah, having things like updates, having things like Cyberpunk, the anime that came out on Netflix mm-hmm. that everybody loves. Right now, we're at a place where Phantom Liberty is poised to be well-received, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for Idris Elba. Yeah. I love me some Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. Of course, we have to. We have to. <laughs> is there any, is there, do you have any, like, big desires in terms of what they could add to the DLC to get you excited as a Cyberpunk person? I mean, I'm excited because there's more content, so there's more yeah. stuff you to do. You just want more story. Yeah. Um honestly i don't know like i i really enjoyed being able to interact with so many different types of people and take the story whatever way you kind of wanted to um i don't know I have to, i'd have to think about it i might have something for you in like 10 minutes right. i'll just i'll, I'll circle back in. around i'm gonna keep that i'm gonna keep that <laughs> uh let's move on to story number four playstation vr2 will soon be available to buy at retailers this is andy robinson at video games chronicle PSVR 2 will soon be in stock at local retailers in addition to playstation's online store sony has confirmed Previously, the next-gen VR headset, which retails for $550, was only available on Sony's PlayStation Direct site. Quote, check your local retailer for availability, the company said on Thursday. Last month, Sony's CFO, Hiroki Totoki, was asked to evaluate PSVR 2's launch and what the company's expectations for, har- for the hardware are going forward. Quote, we are very happy to launch VR 2 on PS5, he said. VR1, we sold over 5 million units, and I think we have a good chance to exceed that amount with PSVR2, end quote. Austin, are you a VR person? Do you like VR? Love VR. I live inside my Oculus on Demio. Oh, yeah. You played this? Uh, no. The, on Demio? 
Oh, D- like the game Demio. Demio, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, I have played Demio. Okay. Demio's in, cool. In, in VR? Yeah, or? I played okay. it in VR. I yeah. played it on PSVR too. Okay. And I, it was one of the ones where I was like, oh, this is a really neat idea. This is actually really cool. Yeah, I, I think for, for VR practical use in games, that's one of, if not my favorite VR game because mm. you feel like you're playing with your friends. You feel like you're in the same space as them, moving these pieces around. So um, I've heard awesome things about PSVR 2. Uh, I had the first one and I, oh, there we go. Boom. Yeah, if you're a video watcher, <laughs> Barrett's pulled up footage. Yeah, no, I this was I think either the first or second thing I booted up in PSVR two. Yeah, and I was really impressed by uh, by this game because the concept is so simple, but it's so smart. Mm-hmm. You're literally just playing a tabletop game. Yeah, man. In VR, and it works. You are picking up the pieces, you're moving them, you are do using the different abilities, but you see the the like the animations for the abilities play out on the board. It's fucking genius. It's, it's a really good idea. It's so good. So. Uh, I haven't messed with the PSVR a lot. I, I did when it first came out and was doing, what is it, uh, what was it called, like Rush of Blood? The, yeah, uh, Until Dawn. Yeah, Until Dawn stuff. But at that point, I wasn't really acclimated to VR yet, so like I'd still get super queasy and all that. But I feel like I've been like living in my Oculus every chance I get when I'm at home. So I'm, I'm excited to see what PSVR 2 brings to the table mm-hmm. that I don't get from my Oculus. Um, yeah. So, I mean, the, 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 the few things I would say is like, Fidelity, you know, you're getting a, you're, and you're playing what, what Oculus Quest? Or are you playing Oculus on your PC? Quest. So yeah, uh, like both, because you can connect it, but for sure, you, yeah, yeah. But like you know, in terms of how good stuff looks in PSVR two, Horizon Call of the Mountain looks beautiful. Yeah. Um, and like playing Gran Turismo, it look it, it looks gorgeous. Um, so you have that, and then you also have games like Gran Turismo. But I know for me, I'm still needing more uh like more exclusive stuff and more exciting games to come out for psvr2 that's that's been my hang up with the platform so far is that yeah. i feel like i'm not getting uh, enough in terms of oh here's something that you've not seen before because yeah. like i played resident evil village right i played um like uh pistol whip i played a lot of the games that they have that they're bringing to the platform i'm even still waiting on beat saber for this thing just yeah. the other day i played beat saber on oculus and it's i was like great. dude i wish i had i wish this game was on psvr2 yeah, that, that's the confusing part. Not confusing, but the mm-hmm. interesting part. Because if you have an Oculus or Quest, whatever you like to use, what is PSVR 2 going to do that those don't already do? Yeah. That they haven't already done? Like, so when you say exclusive games, like, are there, are there and, and excuse my ignorance on this, I feel like I should know, are there, are there companies and uh, developers working on specific PSVR 2 games that, that aren't going to come out on another VR headset? That's the, I mean, that's the question. Like, yeah. that's, honest, that's honestly the question. The You have stuff coming out. You have, like, a few things that have come out from PlayStation Studios. And it, honestly, it's just the games that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. It's Horizon. It's Gran Turismo. And then, like, things here and there. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is Kayak uh, VR, is that on other platforms? Is that even one that's moving the needle? Probably not. Um, but, yeah, I think the hope is at a PlayStation showcase, they announce one or two more titles yeah. that are PlayStation Studios things. Like, I think it would be a... I think you're knocking it out of the park if you're able to come out and say, hey, we're putting out a Spider-Man game on PSVR 2. We're going to swing around as Peter Parker and you're not going to throw up during. Like, I think that would That's be... <laughs> difficult. <laughs> that, difficult to do. That, that, <laughs> difficult to do, but like after playing Horizon, there are moments in Horizon called Mountain where you're swinging and it's like, oh, if I could do this here, I could see them doing this for Spider-Man. And so I would love to see them try to put something out like that. Um, and there was an idea that one of the listeners wrote in with uh, of, what if you did Shadow Colossus in VR? What if you did have like... Because mm. if you play Horizon Call of the Mountain, it's basically in terms of mechanics, one for one, of it's climbing and shooting arrows, right? Yeah. And in VR, you're also stabbing with a sword. But mm-hmm. you can, I think you can make that happen. And if you're able to, I think that would be such a cool title to play that way, especially if you're, you know, again, you're in it, you're in VR, you're climbing on a Colossus, you're looking down and it's moving and like you see the, like, the fidelity of the fur and like, the world and all that stuff. I think that'd be such a, 
again, that would be such a slam dunk. Are you going to put the resources into making that when you can put resources into just making PS5 games? Exactly. And that's, that's the tough thing. That's where I'm not, uh, not worried, but I don't know what game they could announce that would go, oh, I now have to buy this because I've got in my Oculus and then all that stuff that you've got on Oculus is probably going to work on PS. So it's like, well, yeah. I've already got this. Like, what are you going to give me? And Spider-Man might be it. But I, I honestly, I can't think of any title mm-hmm. that I'd go, okay, I also need to buy this VR headset. And that's the thing. Like, somebody, there's somebody in chat that mentioned that um, there's, nine, there, there's 90 games development. We're talking about exclusives, right? We're talking, we're talking, we're talking, somebody, and I don't know where they got the number from. It might have been a, one that they've thrown out. But like, how, one, how many of those games are going to be on Oculus as well? Yes. And like, are you going to pay $550 for a PSVR 2 headset when you already have something that can play those games? And then also, like, ugh. Are those going to move the needle? Are those are those going to be good games? Are those going to be immaculate, incredible games? What is the quality we're talking about here when you talk about there's 90 games in development? Yeah, because they also said there's 40 games at the PSVR 2 launch. How many of those games were are exciting games? There's also a fire. I should mention Firewall Ultra as well in, in terms of an exclusive. Mm-hmm. That's the um, tactical shooter. Like think along the lines of a Rainbow Six type yeah. game, which we have 20 of those on Oculus, mm-hmm. and you also have Firewall also- Zero Hour on um, PSVR One. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, because you said what? It, it's it's five fifty. Five fifty. Five fifty. And what's Oculus Two is what like three hundred somewhere around that. Yeah. With already established titles, already established marketplace, already established everything. So like I I and I'm not saying that that they can't do it or won't do it, but I just haven't seen what would make me make that jump if I haven't made the jump into VR already. Because it's it's not it's not a cheap thing to get into no and so to put so many resources behind something to have it be be that expensive and to not have like 15 exclusives that you're not going to find on any other vr headset is like i don't know how it's going to do i i did look into it because i was curious about yes. that 90 throw uh 90 games in development uh being thrown around mm-hmm. okay uh and there is a list but it does seem like a good chunk of them are games that are uh available on other platforms yeah uh, okay of like the few that i would like randomly picked out of names that i wasn't familiar with um so but then you have have games like humanity which i think is playstation console exclusive i forget uh bless uh if that's ps4 and ps5 but that'll be it, it's ps4 and ps5 but i think it's also on pc but okay. i don't i don't know if it's on pc vr right so maybe yeah. yeah and just so people realize this is not me saying like i don't want to mess with psvr that i don't want it to do well i do want it to do well i would love yeah. for another vr headset to be in the market that's doing well and popping off and has new games and stuff like that um just just playing so much VR, I just feel like what's what is PlayStation going to bring to that table? Yeah. It's, the, it, it's the tough thing of I think there are two conversations to be had with PSVR 2 because it's the conversation of platform versus hardware. PSVR 2 hardware, fucking fantastic. Yeah. Unreal. Right. Whenever we get into the conversation of PSVR 2 on uh, on these shows, I think people always try to like conflate the two of oh, but like you think PSVR 2 is bad, but like look how more much more powerful it is, and look how like good the game is looking, all this stuff. And I'm like, no, no y'all are right. Like PSVR 2 is. A powerful piece of hardware that is working off the power of the PS5 and the games look great and all this stuff. But when we talk about platform and the output and the video games and like, are we going to see more video games? Is this thing going to be successful? That then turns into another conversation. Yeah. What is it? Uh, you can have a Maserati, but if you have no gas, what's the point? Ex- it, that's actually the perfect way to put it. Yeah. We shall see. We'll have, we have a PlayStation Studios um, or a PlayStation Showcase hopefully happening within the next few months, according to reports. Like. Maybe we'll see a couple of games. Maybe I we'll see Half-Life so. Alex finally come through. I hope that that happens and we are amazed. And then yes. we instantly stop all other types of VR. And just put this. <laughs> like, that's what it. I Apple cancels whatever they're working on. They're like, oh, it's all PlayStation now. It's all y'all. Everybody just gives them the money. <laughs> 
Oh, you made VR Street Fighter? Okay, oh, let's, let's go. go. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> you're just Hadoukening in the, in the, like, you're making the motions in real life. Oh, That's oh. like when um, they put Dragon Ball Z Tenkaichi 3 on Wii. And, like, Ooh, you do the combat on the Yeah, it was, like, it was weird, but it was cool. Like, you could win, but you're going to be dripping sweat afterwards. 1,000%. <laughs> Story number five, uh, Respawn CEO would love to make another Titanfall, but there are no plans for now. This is oh. Christina Alexander at IGN. I know. I brought you up, and then I cut you yeah, down immediately. Titanfall 2 is so good. It's so short. Uh, Respawn Entertainment's CEO, Vince Zampella, has said he would love to make another Titanfall game, but it's not on the cards yet. Speaking to Barron's, Speaking to Barons, Zampella spoke about the possibility of developing Titanfall 3, but he said there aren't any plans for the studio to do so at the moment. He said he doesn't get fans' hopes he doesn't he doesn't get fans' hopes up because if he says yes, they'll get disappointed when it doesn't come. However, if Titanfall 3 does come to be, it would have to be the right project and at the right time. Quote, it has to be the right thing, Zampella said. It's such a beloved franchise for the fans and also for us. If it is not the right moment in, in time, the right idea, then it just doesn't make sense, end quote. This reiteration comes nearly three months after EA canceled a secret single-player Titanfall game codenamed Titanfall Legends, which is set in the same universe as Titanfall and Apex Legends. This cancellation came after the mobile versions of Apex Legends and Battlefield were shut down. I want it so bad, Xavier. I do. I... So when we're talking about games and getting emotional and stuff earlier, Titanfall 2... I loved. Yeah. I loved. It's such a good ass campaign. I just enjoyed the story. I enjoyed all the all the mechanics and all that stuff. And I would love a a longer, more flushed out. Even if they were like, "Hey, you know, we're not going to give you a, a full Titanfall game, but guess what? We made an extra three hours of gameplay in a DLC just to say goodbye. Yeah. To, to wrap things up and mm -hmm. everybody's happy. Um, but I mean, I do also like them being straightforward and saying like, "This, this is what we're doing." So yeah. that way we're not anticipating or hoping for things or, oh, this thing's going to drop. Oh, I hope, they, I hope they're going to come out with this. Like, no, he's telling you, no, we're, we're going to chill. <laughs> yeah. I, I, every time I think about the Titanfall Legends game, like the secret single player game that they ended up canceling, I get sad because um, one of the people that was talking about it was Jeff Grubb. And Jeff mm -hmm. Grubb had some details. He tweeted this out on February 2nd. Uh, this is a detail that I left out. Titan, Titans in Titanfall Legends would be like classic cars, no longer in production, exp expensive to maintain, but super cool. Uh, and then he says, game was also going to take inspiration from Hades. So you might start with a dash, but then you can unlock a dash that deflects enemy fire back at them. It was going to be so good. And they canceled it, Austin. <laughs> you know what? You know what I got in my soul when you said there would be like cars that you got to upkeep? Mm -hmm. You remember Real Steel? I do remember Real Steel. <sighs> I never watched Real Steel. What? Yeah. Was it? Is it? You. You. Is would, it a must watch? <laughs> yes. All people. Right. People laugh at it on the stuff. Watch Real Steel. Was Real Steel the one like the, the boxing, boxing movie? One. Okay. Bro, so good, and we need like a flushed out game. We need a second. I think third. They, they put out a Real Steel. They game. did. Mm. But we need a a, a bigger. A one. better one. <laughs> <laughs> if you need one developed by Respawn. Yes. Or or from software. Yeah. Maybe that's the bigger we game we're fucking up. We're like we're missing out. If this is here, it is. PlayStation VR2, if you give us a real steel VR game, he'll pick it up. I got you. He's going to buy a PSVR2. There's my 500. You got it. There you go. Deal? He's shaking on, shaking on it. There we go. Just imagine Jim Ryan on the other <laughs> side. Like, all right, we got you. <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, I, I do appreciate the transparency. I, yeah. appreciate, I appreciate being open and honest. Hey, we would, we would love a Titanfall 3. We would love to work on it, but that just isn't in the cards. And you can understand why. Yeah. 
Apex Legends, so successful for them. Apex Legends is way bigger in terms of IP name and IP power than Titanfall. Mm -hmm. And that has pretty much replaced what Titanfall was, right? Like, they're having such success with that. And then also, they're working on on um, these Star Wars games, right? They're working on other things. Respawn is such a busy developer. Um, but I think it's... And I, I, here's the thing. I think at some point we get Titanfall 3. I think it's going to happen. It's not going to happen soon. No, no. I feel like it's going to be... Um, what is the movie? Uh, Unbreakable? Okay. Remember that movie? No. <laughs> no. Who? What's his name? In Die Hard. Bruce Willis. Uh-huh. So he's like a superhero, but in the real world. Mm -hmm. And then, so they made that movie, and then what? 15 years later, they came out with, what? Uh, Unbreakable Split? Two. Oh, okay. And at the end of Split, you realize that's part of the Unbreakable universe. So... It's a wild last scene. It's so right? out of nowhere. <laughs> that I, that's the only time I've stood up and screamed in a movie theater, like what? Because they they don't tell you about it. So in a situation like this, and I'm getting to my point, they say there's no plans for a, a third one, mm -hmm. and so in fit ten fifteen years when everybody's playing all these new games, fourteen new games are dropping every month. All of a sudden, a uh, a third version comes out, and it's like, oh yeah, we forgot about this, and now mm -hmm. they've had time to flush out the story. It's like it's like Alan it. Wake. It's like Control. Yeah, where like you play Control, and you're like, oh yeah, this is an Alan Wake universe, and then they start feeding in more of those elements. Yeah, now you got a new Alan Wake coming out. I'll love for yeah for like ten years from now, we're playing Apex, and all of a sudden there's a new season, and mm -hmm. we play we like. You know, there's one person in their game where they get like a certain kill, and then all of a sudden their screen turns black, and it's a fucking. You hear "Stand by for Titanfall." Yep. Like, what the fuck is <gasps> happening? It's like a big event. That would be such a cool way to do it. Would be an in-game event like what Fortnite does with their things. But hopefully, we get that. Yeah. Hopefully, sooner than later. I don't want to wait ten years. Our final news story for the day: Story number six. The Last of Us Part One on PC gets a huge 25 gigabyte patch. This is Jordan Serrani at IGN. Naughty Dog has released a 25 gigabyte patch for The Last of Us Part 1 on PC. It's seventh update since the port was released just one month ago. Seven updates in one month. Wild. That's so crazy. That's a lot. The Last of Us Part 1 version 1.0.4.0 targets frame rate issues by further optimizing GPU and CPU performance and adding a new option to adjust the texture streaming rate, according to the patch notes. Also among the 22 bug fixes and improvements are texture and resolution enhancements for those playing on low or medium settings, as well as fixes for several instances that may lead to crashing. Naughty Dog says it, Naughty Dog says it and PC port developer Iron Galaxy are, quote, actively optimizing, working on game stability, and implementing additional fixes, which will, be, which will all be included in regularly released future updates, end quote. Specifically, the companies uh, say those updates will improve frame rate, texture fidelity, and CPU optimization, end quote. Wow. You've been playing God of War on Steam Deck. Have you considered yeah. picking up Last of Us Part 1 on Steam Deck and just seeing how that runs? I haven't. I haven't. That's the dream for me is to be able to play that game on the go, but I think it might take a few more updates before we will be able to get there. Well, I, I do love how they're updating it. This game yeah. doesn't it doesn't they don't have to update it. They don't have they could just leave it as is and people would watch this show and then they go, Oh, I never played this game. They go back and play it and they'd be fine with it. But they said, you know what? No, let's go back and let's give some love. Mm -hmm. Let's do a little bit more just so it's a little bit cleaner, a little bit fresher, and people enjoy it a little bit more. And and again, like we're talking about people doing things so them saying, Oh, there's no plans for Titanfall, just being upfront and and actually caring about their their audience and the fan base mm -hmm. and giving them what they what they desire. Uh, so I'm I'm glad that they're doing this, but 25 gig. I mean, there was, a, there, was I mean, there was a lot they had to fix. <laughs> yeah, that came out. I don't know. Did you see the memes? Did you see the the images? Did you see the pictures of how that game was running on PC? No, it was not pretty. Rough. No, it was okay. really rough, okay. and it's wild because that is so out of character for what the PlayStation <laughs> PC stuff has been. Um, but yeah, like I'm glad they're fixing it. I'm glad I, if it takes 25 gigabytes of 
update to get yep. it where it needs to be, sure, go on and do it. Um, but Xavier, I'm very excited to see if they're able to get Last of Us Part 1 on PC where it needs to be. But seeing them put out that final update is so far away. If I want to know what's coming out to Mom and Grop Shops today, where would I look? Here? Yeah, so the yes. bull yes. underlined. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what's happening? Uh, the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. I tried so hard to play it off because I realized I had forgotten to, to remind you of, of that portion. And I was like, oh, maybe I, maybe we can just be smooth with it. Maybe nobody will notice. <laughs> there was an attempt, Bless, and I did respect. As soon as yeah. you took his uh, his runner show there, I knew exactly what you were doing. I, doing that while trying to also like form sentences was actually really difficult. In my head, I saw you taking it. Out, like I was like, like, I was like, he's got it on his laptop, so he's gonna tell me to say something. But then I couldn't see what you pointed at, and I didn't want to read. Yeah, I should <laughs> segue pointed- from the last news story. <laughs> I should have pointed at it more directly. I, I assume the big bold letters and underline would have would have. But I didn't it know out. if it was like here. It was like it's like a yeah. This one. Yeah. Oh, yep. Cool. It was like this. <laughs> out today, we got Bramble, the Mountain King for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, mm-hmm. Xbox One, Switch, and PC. We got Kaizuna AI Touch the Beat for PS4, Switch, PSVR, and PC. Lego Brick Tales for iOS and Android. Live Alive for PS5, PS4, and PC. Go play Live Alive. It is excellent. Uh, Omega Strikers for Switch, the last case of Benedict Fox for Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and PC. Mike, you checked that one out yet? Mike says he's excited. Ash of Gods, The Way for PC. Protodroid, Delta for PC. And then Mail Time is out today for PC. We have one new date for you. Anakin Skywalker comes to Fortnite on May 2nd with a new Star Wars Force event. Deals of the day for you. the younglings. <laughs> the it's like it's like all younglings playing that game right like oh yeah they don't know that that would be like such a like <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna boot up for fortnite i'm gonna dress up as anakin skywalker and i'm gonna log in at the time where i know all these kids are coming home from school <laughs> just so i can just take them out right they're playing they're <laughs> playing some truly devious standing <laughs> in the middle of the map just, <laughs> <laughs> just waiting for them to come yeah. to the circle just like i know you're playing on your mom's ipad right now i can't wait to ruin your day just fucking cutting down all these kids <laughs> deals of the day for you xbox games with gold for may 2023 have been announced you're getting star wars racer and hoa uh actually pretty good month i'm what is omega strikers omega strikers i believe that's like the um it's kind of like Windjamers, actually if okay i, if I, was, I feel like I, I saw something yeah it's, it's it's a new one that's been on pc for for a little bit okay um but like they're trying to push it as like a new esports thing uh, gotcha. i believe there are people that were working on like league of legends and stuff that uh yeah game. yeah okay 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 yep yeah, it's yep. like a disc. This is this is in my wheelhouse. Yeah, you want to check this out? Yeah, this is three on three, right? Uh oh, yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, three v three. Yeah, I, 3v3. I will one hundred percent play this for hours. This is my exact type of game. The the artwork, uh, the actual game. So any game that's like this, because I love Windjammers so much, and we we're talking earlier, Windjammers is a fighting game mm-hmm. because you get that same kind of hype inside your heart. You get the blood uh, rushing. You get the heart rate up. Something like this, where you're doing Windjammers, but with multiple people. Mm. Oh, this is life. Let's go. You, you might have just convinced me to check it out. Well, I would love to come on and play. I mean, Mike, can we make that happen? Mike <laughs> says we can make it happen. Um, another deal of the day for you. And also, Hoa is a pretty cool looking game. It has a really cool um, uh, art style. It's What's a, that? It's a 2D platformer. The art style reminds me a little bit of like Studio Ghibli-ish. Okay. It's like it has like a lot of vibrant colors, a lot of cool looking animation. Barry can bring it up as as, as we're talking. That is H O A. 
And then uh, the next epic free game store titles have been announced. You're getting, against all odds, KO the Kangaroo and Horizon Chase Turbo. Those will be free to download from Epic's PC Marketplace from May 4th to May 11th. Now it's time for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong, where you write in, let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong, so we can correct it for those watching later on YouTube and listening later on podcast services around the globe. Uh, Big Bad Beluga writes in and says, The Witch from Mercury is all actually made by Sunrise, the same animation studio that did Code Geass, which explains a lot. Ooh, there we go. Explains <laughs> a lot, actually. Uh, Shadow Fox says, The front, front Mission first remake for Switch was having issues with the, the PC version, so you might ha have issues playing on your Steam Deck. Mm. They might want to double check. I'm sure maybe they've that's okay. gotten updates. I can imagine they're not they're not updating it. Yeah. Uh let's see, let's see. Also, so somebody in the chat had my same thought. When you said HOA, I thought it was a game about a homeowners association. So you just play <laughs> as somebody on the board and you just like homeowners manager. Yeah, tell them they can't leave their sprinklers on at four PM or something. I'm sure that game has to already exist or it's on the verge of existing. <laughs> There's a sim game for everything. There's it's a sim coming. game for any for everything. So that it's has coming. to be in development currently <laughs> and then uh ricky maru mentions um currently there are only four exclusive games for psvr2 horizon call of the mountain okay. gran turismo 7 vr resident evil village vr and fantavision 2020 x vr isn't resident evil village on oculus I maybe i'm thinking resident evil 4 you might be thinking of resident evil 4 because that, that for sure yeah. is on oculus okay resident evil village i yeah i think is exclusive to psvr2 okay gotcha. for now though i can't imagine that doesn't come to but, oculus so okay so so those games even and if i can just take a second mm -hmm. so you said you said horizon horizon Gran Turismo, Gran Turismo, uh resident evil village uh -huh. fantavision 2020x Fant fantavision the fireworks game yeah there's a yeah are you kidding they me put out a vr yeah they got Austin's money. They got <laughs> I'm, I'm in i did not bro <laughs> i'm in i wasn't expecting fan division to be the the point where fan division turned. is the jam oh shit all right again another game that people sleep on because oh there's not this crazy lore all this sometimes stuff just has to be fun that's it just give me fun give me give me clacks i just want to have fun fan division is unreal fan division in vr that's what i'm talking about what what i'm sold all right get this man bro VR Fantavision? When does this come out? When can this, I have th this? has been out. No, 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 VR Fantavision. No, it's been out. VR Fantavision is out? Yeah, yeah, It came out like a, m a month or so. Wait. Yeah. We're... <sighs> it came out like it was either, either launched or it was like a few weeks after oh, the launch of VR 2. Okay, so I'm going to go get one when I leave. Yeah. I mean, you have fun news here. You can just walk into a Walmart now. That's so Maybe good. not now, but soon. That's so good. I'm on. Walking to I Walmart. I don't, get, I don't get home until Monday. Now, do you have five hundred and fifty dollars in cash? No, but we're in San Francisco. I just got. A, I got a guy. You got okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the character arc on this episode with the whole uh, PSVR two conversation has been really good <laughs> storytelling here. You know. Well, as soon as I get home Monday, I'm going to purchase it, and then I'll send you guys a picture of me playing Fantavision. Well, let's go. Somebody's, and also, somebody in chat says Resident Evil Village is on Oculus too. Okay. But I also, I don't know how much I can trust random names from, from chat. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jay Luna. Are you, are, is that real? Is that truthful? Who knows? Uh, this week's host. I guess we only have one day left in the week. Tomorrow's hosts for Kind of Funny Games Day are going to be Tim and some more Hussein. Ooh. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting one. Um, also, there's somebody in your wrong that was, that was complimenting your shirt. I saw quite a few people in oh, chat shouting out the shirt. Thank you. Game. Blouses. I didn't put together the reference until you said it yeah, out loud. Yeah, check it. Hold on. That is fresh. The oh, that's awesome. Uh, Xavier turn around. There's prints on the back of the shirt. Yes. There's a Chappelle show reference. Gotta love that. Pancakes. 
Uh, if you're watching this live, remember, we're trying something new here with YouTube Super Chats on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Only on YouTube in the live stream, there's going to be a 30-minute post show where Snowback Mike comes in to talk to us, KHD hosts, about your Super Chat questions. So stay tuned after today's handshake to hang out with us before the next Kind of Funny stream starts. And of course, the next Kind of Funny stream is going to be us hanging out for Greg Miller's birthday, celebrating the big 4-0, having a fun time, playing some games with Austin Creed, playing some games with Poe. Austin, thanks so much for coming through. I have a question. What up? At some point, can we play the Fantavision today? We might be able to make that happen, yeah. <laughs> I, it depends on if Greg has his PSVR 2 here. Well, it, and I'll be honest, there's a good chance that it's here, because I don't think that, that man is taking that thing home. Cause, yeah, because he's got a, a, li a little baby. Yeah. He's got a little baby. He ain't got time. And also, he just does not care yeah. <laughs> about PSVR 2. I okay. think he leaves it here because he's like, I'm not going to play this, this at home. Good. And so there's a good chance he might be able to play Fantavision. I definitely have it on my PS5 here. So if you get Greg's headset and you get my PS5, you could play it at my desk. Well, Greg's not here yet, right? We can text him. He's, he's got to come from home. Yeah, but he's, he probably left a while. It's <laughs> his right. birthday celebration. He's got to yeah. be on his, on his way here. And we're kicking off that birthday celebration with another episode of KFW Season 2. Whoa. Which will be a fun time. Let's go. Yes. Before we get out of here, um, Austin, any final words? Thanks again for coming and hosting the show. Oh, with me. of course. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I, I, I love being able to be on the show with you. I love the new studio. Uh, I love the, the hair. Killing Thank it. Thank you, man. Just, you, You're you, killing you, it with your hair. Thanks, I was like, man. I, need, I need to get like you. Oh, we, we just need fresh. both these hairs in a video game. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> More hair options, please. <laughs> please. What was the game? What was the was it Tiger? Was, uh, yeah, it was a uh, no. It was PGA Tour. EA's PGA Tour, where Andy and Bear were talking about how bad the hair options are in that in that game. The cornrows are so bad that you pull them up and they don't even look like cornrows. Good. They look bad. Good. Look bad. This is a lot, a lot of effort fix went into this. <laughs> fix it. Yeah, God give me a it. 25 gig patch and fix all the hair. That's Hell what yeah. we need. Remember, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. Until next time, Game Daily. Oh, 